Welcome to another episode of Airbnb with D. This is your host, Davana, and today's episode is about the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator Personality Test. What is this test about? You may have actually seen it. I've seen this more on dating apps <laughs> when they're using it to describe their personality. But the reason why this is important for you to use in your Airbnb journeys and in your business endeavors is because this test helps you to realize where you get your energy from, whether that's extroversion or introversion, how you process information, sensing or intuition, how you make decisions, thinking or feeling, and how you deal with the world, judging or perceiving. So based off of those categories and aspects, you'll get one of the 16 personality types, each with a four-letter code, for example, ENFP. Stay tuned while we go over my results and how this can help your business. So the MBTI is a personality test that can help you understand yourself better and improve your interactions with others. The reason I think this helps aspiring Airbnb hosts, current Airbnb hosts, business owners alike, is because it helps you to identify your strengths and weaknesses as a person, as a business owner, and then it gives you practical steps towards improvement. Finally, the, the best thing of all is it helps you to truly delegate or feel comfortable delegating certain tasks. For me, someone that always tries to do the most, because I know how to do so much, it's often hard for me to delegate things to other people to do because in my mind, I can just do that myself. But when you take certain quizzes like this and you see things clearly in front of your face that you are only 10% good at this, you realize that delegating certain tasks is not a matter of if you want to or not. It's a matter of sustainability and success for your business. There are some things you are just not good at and you will have to hire others for. And it's okay because that's the way that your business scales. Before I get too much into this test, I have to say that the only test that I recommend with my whole heart and my whole mind is a spiritual gifts test. A spiritual gifts test helps you to discover the gifts that God has given you versus tests like, you know, the MBTI and even some Enneagram tests highlight your personality and learned behavior. So things you may have learned from your mom at work, behaviors you may have adapted to. Hey, you may have even been in a toxic relationship and have become a different business owner because of that. You may have even been in business with your toxic relationship. Who knows, right? So that's the major difference between those tests. And that's important because prayer is part of my business plan. If you are a follower of the Airbnb with D podcast, you know for a fact that none of this is possible without God and God's grace. I have come from a murky background myself. And so to be able to see my story made whole and to share tips with thousands of people around the world on how to make their situations whole too, I am just giving all the honor and the glory to God for allowing me to use my voice to, you know, stop people from dying from other people's silence. There are so many lessons that I know you even tell yourself this. If I knew this sooner, I would be this X, Y, Z, right? Well, that's the reason why the Airbnb with D podcast is important to me. If I knew this sooner, I would have been further along. So hopefully someone gets it sooner so that they can be further along, right? Now, the spiritual gifts test as opposed to the personality tests. Let me just give this to you straight. 
The Bible tells us that we are commanded to use our spiritual gifts. Isn't that crazy? First Peter 4 and 10 says that. And that each believer is given at least one gift. That's 1 Corinthians 12 and 7. Also, the Holy Spirit determines who receives which gifts. That's 1 Corinthians 12 and 11. Don't you love when you can read Bible verses that are not, you know, so, what do I want to say? Dun, 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 dun. That's the only thing I can use to describe the words. I don't even know. But I love when the Bible tells us a story because you have so many people trying to dispute the word of God. But when you really read it, there are some very practical things here and things that can change your life. So I truly believe that once you know the gifts God has given you, you can even properly identify what behaviors you've learned from the world, maybe from your parents, what behaviors are generational curses. You can't talk about generational curses without talking about the power that God has given you and the authority that God has given you to cast those curses down and break those curses. So enough of our sermon. This is my first close. You know how the pastor said they're closed. Let's go ahead and close on that one. And let's start our Myers-Briggs type indicator conversation. Yes, I see people put this in their dating apps all the time. And for the life of me right now, I still don't even know why. Because you could be a ISTJ loser. What, what does that mean? Like, right? But for some people, it's important to get that out there. For you guys, though, we're going to use these results to help us in our business endeavors. A lot of employers may even include parts of this assessment in their what is it called? Like your, you know, like the assessment that you take when you're getting a job, right? So they all include these things to see what type of personality that you have. And while those results are not clearly visible to you, it's visible to them. So if you haven't taken this test or it's been a while, it's a great idea that you take it again. I am a firm believer that our personality changes. Our personalities should change, whether we're breaking free from generational curses or we are just growing and elevating our lives. You will be different than you were 10 years ago, five years ago. And that's when we want to cultivate a different you, a more successful you. So when you know your strengths and weaknesses, you can use those strengths to create a unique and memorable experience for your guests. So if you're the intuitive type, remember this personality test gives you 16 personalities that you could potentially have. If you're the intuitive type, you may actually find the benefit in offering or suggesting restaurants, places nearby, hands-on activities, candle making. You may even create a whole pamphlet for your guests of those local experiences while someone like myself We'll just, you know, add it to the guidebook, add three places that I would like to go and call it a day. That is the thing that sets hosts apart. And we have to realize that that's the thing that determines success ultimately. When I'm consulting with an aspiring host or a current host, the only thing that is limiting them oftentimes is the ability to run the business the way it needs to be ran instead of how they want it to be ran, which I understand is a very hard thing for us to do. First of all, many of us are first generation business owners. So, and I'm not. So if you are not, then I relate to you as well. But a lot of people that I talk to are, they're the first in their family to start a business or this type of business. So you're battling up against self-doubt, lack of support from your peers or from your family when those aren't the ones you should be going to for the support about your business. Another thing I tell people when we're talking is, Parents, 
grandparents, family members are great, amazing. But if they've never successfully ran a business or made the money that you're looking to make or have been a financial advisor, then please tell me, why are you asking them about the next steps in your business? I'd rather you pray and ask God and bring a notebook and take a notebook next to your bed because when you wake up, you're going to have some answers. And those answers are going to sometimes even sound crazy to you. But if you think about it, it is things that you're completely capable of because God would not put more on us than we can bear. So identity is important for me and it's important for God. And the closer you are to the true you, the you that you feel like resonates, um, that you don't feel uncomfortable with the decisions you're making, the easier it is for you to run and scale your business. That's what it's about. It's about making money, generational wealth opportunities, and scaling to bigger opportunities. So the MBTI is not just a tool for employers to judge or discriminate. This is what they said. But let me tell y'all how this test started out. Do you know that the MBTI test was originally created for women? And it was created for women that were entering the workforce after World War II. So this is so funny to me. The MBTI test, which is a huge test that uh, companies use worldwide to judge a potential employee's personality, was created for women to help them transition into the workforce after the war. Of course, this test has been updated and cultivated over time, but isn't that funny? They thought we needed a test. Men didn't need a test when, okay. So how is this supposed to work? I went over it a little bit in the intro, but there essentially are, let me count this, one, two, three, four types of uh, classifications or determiners. So one, introverted versus extroverted based on how you interact with others. Are you a people person or do you recharge through plenty of alone time? And then the second category is sensing versus intuition. This is how you gather and process information. Do you methodically make decisions or do you go by like your gut instinct? Do you say, are you a person that says, God told me, that's me. It's always God told me or I thought I felt. And I begin to correct myself because there is an appropriate time and an inappropriate time to say that you felt something, especially in a workplace and especially to your guests. You can't say like if the camera goes out, right? You may in your whole heart know, or the Wi-Fi goes out. You in your whole heart know the Wi-Fi has never gone out. That means this person has unplugged this device and is potentially trying to sneak people in and think the camera still won't record. Whatever they're trying to do, I know they're trying to do that, right? You may feel that in your heart. But you can't just accuse a guest today. You can't go in the messages and say, hey, did you unplug my Wi-Fi so that you can blah, 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 blah. And what is so crazy is while I was never communicate like that because I've been in corporate America my whole life, I was that person that had initially those feelings and discernments about what was going on. And then I realized that those were just extra ways I can make money. If you properly list, and this was with some time, so this is why I'm sharing this with you, things about your personality can be adjusted to. If you know that you're uncomfortable with certain outcomes, then put the outcome that's something you are comfortable with, right? I am uncomfortable with the thought of someone disconnecting my Wi-Fi, sneaking people in and not paying for them. So 
I'm gonna make sure in my house rules that there is a paragraph about disconnecting my Wi-Fi, unregistered, unauthorized guests, and giving the passcode to people that were not registered. I'm also going to give them an, an op opportunity to add more guests to their party before I have my neighbors go outside or go there myself and take pictures of what's going on, submit it to the Airbnb Resolution Center and get my $500. So now I know how to use my sensing, intuition feeling to actually make money as opposed to worry myself and stress. And that's, I know that that's one of the number one things that I talk about with new hosts and old hosts is the fact that people will always people. You give them an inch and they will take a mile. And there are some of you that have had not so favorable hosting experiences. So maybe this personality test can really highlight to you the things that you need to delegate versus the things that you can probably champion yourself. So thinking versus feeling is the third one. This is how you make decisions. You're more thinking if you're driven by logic and you're more feeling if emotions often guide you. And finally, judging versus perceiving. You are influenced by the world around you if you are more judging and you move carefully considering your decisions by perceiving, right? Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> the reason why this is important, and I'll go over this again when we talk about the personality types, is because one of these are you. And it is okay to be you. You may have even placed yourself in environments in corporate America, in your Airbnb journey, that were not suitable for you. You, the puzzle piece, just did not fit there. And you've tried to make yourself fit there and you've cut your edges and you've adjusted your piece and there is still something missing. I am here to affirm you today, validate you. You are different, it is okay. And that's why we're going to get on delegating the tasks so that you can ultimately be successful. So stay tuned for our second segment in the MBTI. So where can you take this free assessment? You can take the MBTI on 16personalities.com. I love the fact that it gives you a comprehensive breakdown of your strengths, your weaknesses, potential threats to your personality type, because you'll immediately take those results and go to page 11 on your Airbnb pre-launch planner and write out your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This is the page immediately after the 30-day Airbnb action plan. If you're someone that does not have the Airbnb pre-launch planner, the link to get it is in this episode's description. So what about these strengths and weaknesses? Well, let's talk about my results. I received the INFP result and I'm labeled as a mediator. A mediator is someone who possesses the introverted, intuitive feeling and prospecting personality traits. These are rare personality traits, tend to be quiet, open-minded and imaginative. <laughs> and they apply a caring and creative approach to everything that they do. That was a very sweet way to say that we have a lot going on and that is absolutely me. The thing I love about the results is while this test may be some, you know, used for employers and in corporate America, many of the results that they give you are results that you can start your own companies doing. Maybe you have even started your own company doing the things that it tells you you would be great at. This test also helps you to identify your ideal business partners or collaborators. 
So knowing exactly where you are strong and where you are weak ultimately drives sustainability and scalability in your businesses. It also helps you to understand your customers' needs and preferences and tailor your services that you give or the people that you hire to the crowd that you're looking to attract. Working on your weaknesses and avoiding potential problems and conflicts in your business is so key. And the reason why this test may even help you is, for example, if you are the perceiving type, you might need to improve your planning and organization skills to ensure that everything is ready and clean before your guests arrive. That means scheduling your cleaners well before your guest arrival. If you are the thinking type, you might need to be more flexible and adaptable to your guests' needs and requests. I know so many hosts that previously, before talking with me, didn't even allow an early check-in option, you know, didn't want extra guests there, didn't allow pets. And the thing about it is a lot of that had to do with their own personal preferences. Because when we're in the business of making money, a simple adjustment to the cleaning fee or making sure you're charging a pet fee can not only give you extra income, but it could also make sure that your cleaners are paid for the extra work that they're putting in as well. And don't forget about that $1 million host insurance policy that you have, any damages that are done to your unit or your place. Even on peer space, you have an insurance protection. Any damages that are done to your space while it is being rented by one of their guests will be covered with the proper documentation. Working on your weaknesses can also help you avoid potential problems, right? So, if you know your personality type and you adjust your communication and service accordingly, then you will even be able to see if your guests are the extroverted type. They may appreciate a more social interaction and conversation with you. I noticed in my California properties and even in my Atlanta properties, when I allowed the guests to self-check in, I received lower ratings than when I checked them in myself. I know that sounds crazy because you would think most people want the opportunity to just put their key and the, their code in the keypad, go in, have their own privacy, not meet with anyone, not see anyone. COVID was just a concern. But no, people like to feel like their money is valued. Think about it. Even when you go into a restaurant, they're like, thank you for choosing whatever, right? Even if they give you terrible service, they're still thanking you for choosing them. And a lot of the times we put that in our messages, but an in-person greeting actually gave me higher ratings. I don't even understand that, but it did. So this is where I recognize, hey, in certain markets, the way that I've listed my property and the target audience that I've attracted, they enjoy this. While I may not like this personally, and while I may think this is a better option for them, these guests actually like this. So I have to pay attention to that feedback if I want my business to grow and scale. I also had to adjust my communication types with certain people, especially when they come to people that are not from the United States where English is not their primary language. If you're a business, you should be able to accommodate these. And we talk about all the time about handicap accessibility. This is another reason why I recommend apartments. You're able to go in and request the handicap accessible ADA unit and be able to truly cater to all guests at all types and not discriminate. It just gives a better overall guest, um, you know, satisfaction. But if you are someone that's not disabled, maybe you weren't thinking about that. 
If you didn't have someone on your team that was, was thinking about that, you wouldn't care about it. You would continue to go into all these single family homes and reduce your audience size or your guest count drastically because they can't get up the ramp. They can't use their crutch. It's not an ideal situation for them. So I'm not gonna talk too much about this test. It is not a sponsored paid segment or anything like that. But I ultimately want you to have the best information to write in your planner. The planner is used to not only help you start your Airbnb venture, but to scale your Airbnb ventures to new units in other states and other countries. How do you do that? Proper planning. So this is where we're gonna go again, go to page 11, write those things out. And this test may even help you get clear on your goals. It does give you a breakdown of your answer. So you'll get an introduction that tells you all about what you scored a strengths and opportunity, or I'm sorry, strengths and weaknesses page that gives you all of your strengths and weaknesses according to this test, romantic relationships, you can get to find out about your love life, your friendships, your parenthood, career paths is an amazing tab that I want you to take a look at. You also get to know your workplace habits. The reason why that's important is because you may even be a totally different person in a corporate America setting than you are in your entrepreneurial journeys. I've noticed that about myself. Sometimes you may be the type of person when things are already provided for you, you excel. And when you have to gather all of those resources yourself, you're overwhelmed. This is where you may benefit from having an assistant or a partner, a co-founder, whatever, co-host, to help you level the playing field and get clear about the tasks that actually benefit who you are versus the tasks that you're just trying to make yourself try to do. I'm gonna finish with this quote. I don't even know why I love this quote so much and what this has to do with the episode, but it was so cute. It was on my assessment. All that, go all that is gold does not glitter. Not all those that wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. Y'all, why was that so powerful to me? I don't know. And maybe if you scored the complete opposite of me on your personality test, you'll think that that quote was crazy. So <laughs> this is going to help even you determine how you perceive other people. So in conclusion, the test is good to take. Remember that part of your personality that you have right now today is compiled of things that you've learned growing up, experiences that you've had, traumatic events, um, happy events, and to take all of those into account when you're answering these simple, easy questions so that you can get the information that will truly help you. Thank you all for following this episode of the Airbnb with E podcast. If you have not followed us on Instagram, please do so, do so at Airbnb with D. And if you're interested in joining the accountability group, you can do so at airbnbwithd.com and press the link for the accountability group. I look forward to having myself or anyone else in there coaching you 24-7 with any questions that you may have.